0: Friend, have you ever thought of your workplace as a mission field? That's the challenge we'll hear today from Jim and Martha Brangenberg of I Work For Him. That's just ahead on Encouragement Today. Welcome to Encouragement Today, providing biblically-based encouragement and insight on a wide range of practical issues. Now, here's your host, Don Hawkins author of Master Discipleship Today. Thank you, Steve. And friend, we're so delighted to have you with us on the program. And I am so glad to welcome two great friends from the state of Florida. Jim Brangenberg is the founder and president of IWorkForHim.com. It's a ministry about Christians in the workplace. His dear wife, Martha, is also with us. Guys, it's great to have you with us on the program.
1: Thanks so much for inviting us. Yeah, we're super glad to be here.
0: The immediate question that pops into mind is, what is I Work For Him all about, and who is Him?
2: I Work For Him is all about the recognition that our workplace really is our mission field, and that when we go to work, not just if you work in a church— but when you go to work, no matter what you do, you're working for him, as it says in Colossians 3, 2, 3, that we are supposed to do our work heartily as to the Lord, because it is the Lord that we serve each and every day in our work. And so our work for him is really all about transforming the workplace of every Christian into a mission field.
0: Now, that's an intriguing thought. Martha, does that include both men and women, I would assume?
1: Most definitely it does. In fact, one of the things that we talk about a lot, and I'm very blessed to have a husband who really understands that women have, you know, God created us as well, and that there are so many things that we are able to do in and out of everywhere that we go. And I'm thrilled that I can say I work for him as well. And for those who want to visualize it, it's him with the capital H. And of course, that is our Lord.
0: And the number four is in there. It's not F-O-R. In fact, the website is I Work, and I assume the work is a capital W, is that correct? It mm-hmm. is. I Work For, the number four, him, and it's .com. So if you'll visit that website, you'll find out more about Jim and Martha and about their ministry and their vision. You'll also be able to uh, let them know that you heard them on encouragement today, and they will send you a copy of a book titled Work Matters. And is there a price or cost on this book? No, we'd like to give it away today. Wonderful idea. And Tom Nelson, who is a pastor, wrote this book. It's titled Work Matters. And uh, really, Jim, that's a big part of your mission and message is that your work matters to God, correct?
2: We open up the show often, Don, saying your workplace, it's your mission field. And in that mission field, you and me, we may be the only Jesus our coworkers, our employees may ever meet. The job that you hold, the work that you do, the people that you work with, none of that is by chance. The people that you work with, they need to meet Jesus, and you may be their only chance. And that's really the point. Our work matters to God because God laid on us a unique set of gifts, talents, and abilities that he gave us to do the work that we do. And he wants us to do it with excellence, but he wants to do it with us. He wants to be our unfair advantage in the workplace each and Mm -hmm. every day. And that's why our work matters. And Tom Nelson wrote a phenomenal book about it. It's just one of the many resources we've highlighted, and I work for him over the last six and a half years.
0: Well, and I appreciate the ministry you have. A big part of it is radio.
2: Martha, talk
0: about the radio initiatives that you guys are undertaking.
1: Currently, we are on the radio every day for an hour, every weekday, Monday through Friday. The beautiful thing is we're in several markets, but people can stream it on our website. So that one you referred to, I work, the number four, him.com they can go there and hear the message, or we podcast everything. The key to that is bringing on people that either have a story to tell a testimony of what God's done in their workplace, how they're living it out, or maybe they're discipling other people in their workplace to understand the connection of their faith and their work. And so that's the resource we bring to the table every day to have a conversation around. And hopefully some people take a takeaway every day and say, what can I do differently tomorrow when I go to work that I might have heard about today on I Work For Him?
0: And Jim, you know the point that you made a while ago, that God is concerned about every aspect of our lives. I, from time to time, hear people say, well, God's concerned about the sacred part of our lives. He's concerned about church. He's concerned about your ministry, if you're a pastor, if you're a missionary. But the bottom line is, God's concerned about every bit of our lives, isn't he?
2: Yes, he is. And there's no such thing. You just brought up one of the lies. that just sends me skyrocketing, Don. <laughs> there is no such thing as sacred and secular. That's a bunch of bunk. This is not what Jesus was about at all. Everything we do is sacred, especially our work outside the four walls of the church. Church on Sunday was meant to be a gathering of people to encourage each other and equip each other for living out our faith as we launched outside of our gathering and out into the marketplaces and workplaces across the country. Mm -hmm. And it's just one of the lies that's been perpetuated on Christians for hundreds and hundreds of years, that there's one and there's the other. And if you really want to be important— you got to quit your job and go into a quote-unquote ministry. And that's a big, fat lie. Whew. I'm going to step back off this soapbox, Doc.
0: <laughs> Good job with that. Now, one of the things I noticed on your website is something called an I Work For Him Nation. Tell us about that and why it's so important. You know, Don,
2: when I started waking up to the idea that my work mattered to God, I had just turned 40 years old and I was commuting to work 90 miles each way, which Mm. in Florida in the morning, it wasn't so bad at night. It was like horrifying, but I made the commitment in the morning to not turn the radio on because I'm a radio addict. Long Mm. before I went on the radio, I was addicted to radio. We're talking all my life. And I made the commitment to start praying in the morning. And I started praying for my coworkers and employees by name, my bosses by name and their spouses and their kids. And the I Work For Him Nation is the experience that I had that transformed my workplace before my very eyes. The I Work For Him Nation is a covenant between you and God on exactly how to transform your workplace into a ministry place in your life. And it starts with praying for people, serving people over and above what your job requires you to do, looking for ways to befriend them outside of the workplace, looking for ways to pray with people when you notice they are having a rough day, but all along being the best, the brightest, the most excellent worker in your workplace. The I Work For Him Nation is all about how do I get with God on the same page in a workplace? And so we just invite people to join the nation. It's not a club. It is a commitment between them and God. And if they go to IWorkForHim.com, they can click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and make that commitment. It's life-changing, and it's not easy because it involves prayer. But prayer changes things, but it starts with changing me.
0: Well, that's a great and worthwhile initiative. Let me encourage those of you listening to go to IWorkForHim.com and click on the iWorkForhim For Him Nation icon. You can also request a copy of the book, Work Matters, written by Tom Nelson. Jim and Martha are making that book available to all of you who log in from the program Encouragement Today. And we will continue with our program right after this timeout. David Morris, president of Encouragement Today underwriter 12 Stones Financial, explains a plan through which you can care for your family's financial future and also leave a legacy gift. Just for a couple dollars more, you can add anywhere between fifty dollars to $100,000 and leave a portion to the church or your nonprofit and still have your children, spouse, or grandchildren as the main beneficiaries. To learn more, you may contact David at the number 12stonesfinancial.com.
3: Are you someone who finds joy in helping others? If so, you might consider training to become a certified Christian life coach. The Master Life Coach Training Institute provides training that will equip you as a coach to use biblical principles to apply to personal, social, and relational issues. You can learn more about this 14-week training program that will move you toward life coach certification at masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org.
0: Attention all business owners and managers. Don't risk your business and reputation. Avoid any costly lawsuits by protecting from cyber attacks and ransomware. A completely free guide is available from your faith-based cybersecurity expert, Revival Technology, at protect.revivaltechnology.com. That's protect.revivaltechnology.com. Is your school or ministry looking for a new and better way to raise funds? Many are raising $30,000 to over $100,000 through an event called Feed the Need, where families pack 10,000 meals for hungry children locally and overseas. If your school or ministry is interested in raising major funds while helping others who are less fortunate, get free information from the Champion Group at champevents.com. That's champevents.com. You're listening to the practical encouragement and insight of encouragement today. Here again is Don Hawkins, author of Master Discipleship Today. Appreciate it, Steve. And we are back with Jim and Martha Brangenberg. They started the ministry I Work For Him many years ago and God has blessed that ministry as they put together an I Work For Him nation. And Martha, I really appreciate the perspective that Jim gave us, that this is not a club, it's not something that you basically join to get some kind of special benefit from, but it's actually to enhance your commitment and service, to pray for your co-workers, and to be the very best worker you can be on the job.
1: And it's pretty interesting, because recently we even had a conversation with somebody, and we were like, they were really aligned with the kinds of things we were talking about on the radio, and Jim made the comment, well... You've joined the nation, obviously, or something like that. And they said, well, no, I'm really not ready to make that commitment because it's a big commitment. Hmm. And it's i I'm going to pray for my coworkers. For a lot of people, that alone is something they've never even considered doing before. So we just keep on encouraging people to really look at that and say, you know, inviting God into every aspect of your workday is revolutionary and it allows him to transform us into who he wants us to be.
2: Can I add something in there, Don? Please. The I Work ramination, as I said, it was birthed out of my heart as the Lord was just transforming my life into recognizing my workplace really was a place of ministry. I had 25 employees at the time, but it all really goes back to Romans 12 too. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. As Jesus followers, everything about us should be changing. Everybody who met Jesus in the New Testament, their lives were radically transformed. And this renewing of our mind, this changing the way we think is all part of the process. We don't have to be behind a pulpit to make an impact in the kingdom. We need to be in a cubicle. We might need to be in a parking lot selling cars. We might need to be an accountant doing books We might need to be a lineman hanging uh, electrical lines. We might need to be a mom at home raising kids. That work is significant to God. And that's what the I Work for Him Nation Covenant is all about.
0: Jim, I'm glad you brought up the mom at home raising kids. Martha, I would think that there's some women listening to this program who may feel like this is all about people who go out to work. But my experience has been with Kathy and with my daughters and daughter-in-law, this is something that uh, their work matters to God just as much as anybody else's.
1: Oh, it really does. So, moms, listen up. Your workplace is actually one of the toughest, if not the toughest, <laughs> you know, and, I, and yeah. I have a husband who agrees with that. It's 24 7, 365, and your workplace is shaping the lives of the next generation. And everything you do really does matter. And Not to be overwhelmed by that, but to take it and allow the scripture to speak into your life and how you do it to the glory of God. And it's really fun to have that conversation and really see the confidence that it builds, especially in moms who maybe have not been told that. Another aspect is people that are in education, they think we're not talking about them. And so we are really talking about every workplace. Students, their workplace is the school, it's the classroom. So we are just very grateful that we get the opportunity to let people see that through a bigger picture.
0: So you can be a part of the I Work For Him Nation, even if you are a student, even if you are an educator, if you are a homebound housewife. And I would assume even a retired person, Jim, could fit into the I Work For Him <laughs> Nation.
2: Oh, no! Oh, you
1: hit a good one there. There's a <laughs> the soapbox. Right? I retire that. for him.
2: There's nothing in Scripture that says when, that we get to retire and stop working and start playing golf every day and go get shells on a seashore and just check out for 30 years. Nothing in the Bible says you get to retire unless you're a Levitical priest, which he was a butcher, Right. and he was supposed to stick around and train the next guys, and that's what needs to happen in this country. Yeah. We need yeah. to call every Christ follower who is retiring or thinking about retiring and and let them know. We can't afford for you to step out into the grandstands and check out and watch the game. We need you to get back on the mission field and get back on the playing field and start investing your lives into those coming up.
0: And you can learn more about that at iWorkForHim, the number forhim.com, and click on the iWorkForHim Nation icon to learn more about that. And request a copy of the book, Work Matters, which is available free of charge to all of those who click into the I Work For Him website in response to our program this week on Encouragement Today. And Martha, you were about to share something that came to your mind.
1: Well, yeah, I just want to speak into the the retirees that I am grateful that they have been able to plan financially for this stage of life but just seeing it for what it really is and that God's given you an open calendar to say, Lord, what am I supposed to do with this precious time that you've given me and really be intentional. We know people that even just in their golfing, let's do it intentionally. Let's let the country club pair me up with somebody I don't know. And let me actually have an engaging conversation that builds a relationship. So it doesn't mean you can't enjoy some free time, but do it intentionally and really be mentoring those other generations especially that really need to hear that they matter in the eyes of our Lord.
0: That's 18 holes of evangelism and discipleship on a regular basis. Now, Jim, one of the questions that occurs to me, it seems like people should be hearing more about this at church on Sundays. Uh, Do you find that maybe there's not enough preaching and teaching on this subject?
2: That's the largest understatement of the world, Don Hawkins. Mm. This is not preached about almost categorically at all in the pulpits of um, the United States of America. People need to find a church that will recognize that their job on Sunday is to equip them for the mission field that they enter on Monday. And if they're not getting that, Get a copy of this book, Work Matters, and give it to your pastor and make him read it. I don't know how you do that.
1: You invite him to join you. You invite in him yes. to read it
2: together. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all about we need to help our churches to shift the paradigm instead of that whole mentality we're all getting together to do ministry within the four walls of the church to recognize we're all getting together to equip us to do the ministry outside of the four walls of the church where we spend all of our time.
0: And that equipping concept is so important. You know, uh, back in the day, uh, Dan Cathy and I did a lot of radio and have done so over the years. And a lot of it has been engaged in talking about Chick-fil-A's second mile service commitment. And Jim, you mentioned something earlier about excellence in the workplace and the importance of that. Talk about that need for excellence as a representative of the I Work For Him Nation.
2: One of the biggest things, Don, is that as Christ followers, we should be the number one employees in our position in our workplace, because excellence should flow directly from the heart and soul of every Jesus follower, because we're here to serve our Lord and to make him proud. And so excellence should be what we're attaining to in everything that we do. It's one of the displays of the Holy Spirit working in us. It's so powerful, and it's just one piece But it's a big piece. There's too often you find that Christ followers aren't the number one employees in the workplace and that Christ followers have an attitude or a complaining problem going on. And that just can't be. We have to be the ones that are leading the way with excellence.
0: We'll encourage you again to visit the website, IWorkForTheNumberForHim.com and learn more about the I Work For Him nation. Request your copy of the free book, Work Matters by Tom Nelson. And we'll continue with Jim and Martha Brangenberg on encouragement today.
3: Are you someone who finds joy in helping others? If so, you might consider training to become a certified Christian life coach. The Master Life Coach Training Institute provides training that will equip you as a coach to use biblical principles to apply to personal, social, and relational issues. You can learn more about this 14-week training program that will move you toward life coach certification at masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org.
0: Scott Stanwix, CEO of the Center for Strategic Partnerships, explains the motivation behind a plan which allows an individual or family to provide for future financial needs while supporting their church or a ministry. As a family, I'm going to do what I can to protect my family in case something happens. And if I can do a little bit more to support a church that I love, then I'm going to be able to do that. To learn more, you may contact the number 12stonesfinancial.com through their website.
3: The book Master Discipleship Today will show you how the 21st century tool of Christian life coaching can facilitate Jesus's first century mandate to make disciples. Written by Don Hawkins based on Jesus' prayer in John 17, the book explores and applies the six steps the Lord carried out to guide his followers.
0: To order Master Discipleship Today, you may go to masterlifecoach.org and click on the book icon.
3: In the third world, babies and orphanages often lie unchanged on urine-soaked covers. Hearts of Love International has designed a specialized cloth diaper for orphan babies, which can be worn and washed many times, making for happier and healthier little ones. Will you be a part of the solution to this horrific problem? Please visit heartsofloveintl.com and click on the donate page to support this vital ministry. That's heartsofloveintl.com.
0: Welcome back as we continue on Encouragement Today, talking with Jim and Martha Brangenberg, founders of I Work For Him. You guys didn't start off your life in ministry understanding this about your faith, did you, about your work being a mission field?
1: We really didn't. We believed in biblical principles, and so we always ran our businesses with integrity, with excellence, with love. But we didn't understand that it really was our mission field, that, you know, we had this perspective. And we are not anti-foreign missions, you know, sending out of missionaries to another culture. But we believe that everyone has, in a sense, a foreign (laughs) culture that they go to when they go to work. And that is their sphere of influence. And so when we started to understand that and start to have really the vocabulary, you know, because we knew about excellence, we knew about love, but we weren't putting it together in this format of saying, how can we serve our clients in such a way? And the light bulbs would go off and it gave them a whole new sense of purpose in their workplace. And that's why we love to talk about it every day.
0: Jim, I recall somebody saying one time, you're either a missionary or a mission
2: field. It's just so important to recognize that the whole reason we sent missionaries out into foreign places was because there was lost people there. But we miss the fact that Jesus called us all in the Great Commission, and he called us all to go. And just some of us have shorter commutes, because everywhere <laughs> we go, there are lost people, people that need freedom from the sin that is enwrapping their lives. And the workplaces are full of those people. I mean, today, the statistics, on are staggering. Somewhere between 65 and 70 percent of America never will go to church. And so where do they go? They go to work. (laughs) So we got to bring the gospel to them.
0: And friend, if you have not yet responded to the gospel, we want to bring it to you. The Bible makes it clear that we're all sinners. None of us can save ourselves. And Jesus Christ, God's perfect son, came into this world, lived a perfect life, died on the cross to pay for your sins and mine, rose again from the dead to guarantee it. And you can become a member of God's forever family by placing your trust in him. As many as received him, John wrote, to those he gave the power to become the children of God, even to those who believe in his name. And guys, I know that that message is a big part of what you're doing in radio and the ministries of I Work For
2: Him. It sure is, because it's the whole reason why we're trying to wake up Christ followers to recognize the workplace as a mission field is so that they can live out their lives and share their faith and share what Jesus has done in their lives and lead lost people to Christ. What do you think our country
0: would look like, Martha, if every Christian recognized their work as a mission field?
1: Well, I think, number one, we'd see a whole lot of flourishing happening, a whole lot of creativity, a whole lot of people really living out the calling that God has on their life. And as a result of that, our nation would never be the same.
0: Jim, what do you see in the future for the I Work For Him ministry?
2: You know, I see us as collaborators in the kingdom, as we help network people together and connect people. I see the ministry of iWork from expanding to a spot where we're in every state on the radio, but also being listened to by hundreds of thousands on our podcasts with the goal of transforming society through bringing Jesus-centered solutions to our workplaces and our neighborhoods. And we're just a mouthpiece of the movement of God, but the movement is catching fire. There's thousands of ministries speaking into people's work, Mm -hmm. and there are millions of people waking up to this idea that their work matters to God, and we just want to be there to cover the stories.
0: Tell us again how people can connect with your podcast and with your radio ministry.
1: Well, online, pretty much everywhere where they type out, I work the number for him, they will find us. Our website, iworkforhim.com, iworkthenumberforhim.com. All of the links are at the bottom of that page as well.
0: And Jim, remind us again about the book you're making available to Encouragement Today listeners free of charge
2: We'd like to give away a copy of Work Matters, written by Tom Nelson. It summarizes connecting Sunday worship to Monday work and a pastor's story of how he realized that his job wasn't to build the Little K kingdom within the four walls of his church, but his job was to equip the saints to go out on their mission field on Monday morning.
0: What a timely challenge. Thank you, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. And to request the free book, Work Matters, mention encouragement today when you visit IWorkTheNumber4Him.com. As Jim and Martha mentioned, retirement should be a time when we use our God-given abilities to serve the Lord and people. One way to accomplish that is to consider becoming a certified Christian life coach. A life coach helps individuals get their lives in shape so they can move forward in a positive direction. They listen, ask questions, and encourage setting goals and hold individuals accountable. To learn more about our 14-week online Life Coach Training Program, you may visit masterlifecoach.org. That's masterlifecoach.org. Thanks to our sponsors, including Master Life Coach Training Institute, Revival Technologies, Twelve Stones Financial Services, and The Champion Group. Join us each weekend at this same time for encouragement today. Encouragement Today is a production of Encouragement Communications in association with the Center for Strategic Partnerships.